0: Was the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. Everybody. Welcome back to another sweet, sweet, and I mean fucking sweet <laughs> podcast. It really does. Oh, yes, mm. that's right. Uh, we are the spoils-filled, Harsh language Podcast. I am the host, Kieran. Joined me with the regular band of misfits is Colin. What's up? How's it going? All righty. And Lula.
1: What about you?
0: film we're talking about today is the reason why we do this podcast. The film film we're about to talk about today is the reason why I have no social life and the the film we're watching today is the reason why I haven't been laid in five years. (laughs) Getting real honest in this one. (laughs) I am obsessed and I absolutely adore the 1978 horror classic Halloween this has been a long time coming. we were going to save it for the 100th episode, which we're coming up. or 10 away from. Ooh. But it's Halloween month, and with Halloween Kills coming, we figured we might as well tackle some of the franchise right now. Um, so, gosh, where do we start? I'll start with me. <laughs> okay. I actually have a movie poster from Halloween. I won at a silent auction. I went to this thing called Weekend of Horrors. And that's horrors, not whores Weekend of
1: whores (laughs) What a weekend, eh?
0: It depends (laughs) How much you have to drink?
1: It's just a bunch of whores Um, dressed up as Michael But instead of jumpsuits, (laughs) it's like little navy blue bikinis (laughs) That'd be awesome
2: You're giving Kieran a whole Um, new fetish right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, word Guys,
2: hold on, I
0: need need a minute Hold on (laughs) Um, But yeah, we went to this thing And you can do what they call a silent auction and you kind of you know the film you're bidding on, but you don't want to know what the product is. Okay. Okay. So three hundred dollars. I won the one of the original movie poster prints that's okay. To Get released in the cinema. Uh, I have that framed. I've had it framed now for thirty years. Um. It is just just gorgeous, gorgeous little print. Um. I saw Halloween for the first time when I watched Halloween two. Halloween was airing. For the first time ever on TV. It was being released by Halloween 2 was being released by Universal. This one was bought by Universal and they're going to release it on a station network on the stage called NBC, which was owned by Universal. So when Halloween 2 was being filmed, which version do you guys see? There's an uncut version of this Halloween film. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Well, if you see in the one that has the scene where the doctor, you meet Dr. Loomis as he's giving a lecture. Right, okay. Um, so the, it, what happened was, because Halloween's only an hour and a half, mm-hmm. the agreement was, you need to give us an extra 10 minutes so the scenes that are in Halloween director's cut are actually scenes they filmed for Halloween too, but put them in Halloween because they needed the extra space for commercials.
2: Right. Okay. No, the one I watched so, you introduced to Loomis when he's driving to the sanitarium.
0: See him. Okay. See him. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's where those scenes were shot. They were shot during Halloween too, and then put into Halloween for a broadcast. So they have room for fit commercials. Okay. Because then the film would be too short. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Little 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 tidbit there. About yeah. it all. In all fairness, the director's cut is pretty pretty boring.
1: lame. Oh, was it? I was so. going to say I was going to watch it, but now you'll save me. A, save me.
0: A... There's no Michael Myers or anything. It's more Loomis talking. And okay, you know, you know, Loomis, you're all doomed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we make fun of the you're doomed guy from Friday 13th, which we haven't talked to about in a while.
1: Oh, I know,
0: Ralph. He's the you're, This guy is the you. This guy is the king of you're doomed. He's evil.
1: I noticed that whenever you first started talking about Michael, it's like it, and it's evil, the evil. In fact, yeah, he's <laughs> very <right>. dramatic.
0: He's, <laughs> he is. He's, he's the Van Helsing, mm. and he's the monster. But let me ask you about the director's um, cut here, Karen
2: Yes. Because I know there is a deleted scene, and it's yes. about how Michael learns to drive.
1: <gasps> yeah, how the they fuck de- did he learn?
0: They, they cut it. There was a line in the original script Where Which I thought they should have kept in. He says, I'd driven Michael to uh, numerous appointments, to the hospital and back, and so forth. And he was watching me in every move. He's calculating, and that's how he learned how to drive, Mm. by watching me. Right,
2: okay. Because Um, my understanding was, again, I could be misremembering, but the guy who Loomis said he was doing very well last night, too yeah is he not meant to be part of like a cult down the line in further halloween movies oh god him.
0: yes you know what <laughs> we we'll, we will get to we're not going to talk about four, five, six, and uh, buster rhymes yeah. and all this wow but i will i will give you guys a breakdown of those when we reach after halloween three is um, is that
1: the cult of thorn
0: it's so bad yeah i just the, we're in a happy place now. Okay.
2: This is... Yeah, we're in the happy place. We're in the
1: original. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's for future uh, us to suffer.
0: <laughs> it's funny. The film that has literally no story is the best of all of them.
1: <laughs> Just aimless the killing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about the opening sequence. The opening sequence is probably its most popular. It's known for the POV shot, which yep. is um, to, to uh, a lot of copycats. Uh, but mm-hmm. rest, but keep in mind for you fans out there if you haven't seen it and a lot of people have it you really need to see a film called Black Christmas Black Christmas kind of did this first yeah um, the POV through the killer's eyes mm-hmm. it is a wonderful little film we talked about in our podcast I recommend you check it out but I'm sure we'll be talking about Black Christmas further as we talk about Halloween
1: yeah um,
0: but the shop what, they, what they're famous for is that they, they are the first studio the first film uh, next to well, I wanna say Heaven's Gate or one of those other uh, other, other drama films, they use what they call the Panaglide. This is where the camera operator wears this thing on his belt. So any kind of POV shots or tracking shots when you're rocking behind Michael and it's how so it's so smooth.
2: Okay.
0: This these are the guys who invented this is where it started. Basically like an Dean, early gimbal. It's it's like uh well, it's Dean Cundy did the photography. Okay? Mm-hmm. Guys is a fucking god in the industry. Um, a lot of people when they talk Halloween say it was a lightning in the bottle. Okay? Mm-hmm. But this lightning in bottle gave us Deborah Hill, John Carpenter, and Dean Cundy and Nick Castle. I mean, I'll give you an example. With um, uh, Dean Cundy. his credits include all of Carpenter's, including Escape New York, The Thing, um, Big Trouble in Low China, the Back to the Future series, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. Death Becomes Her, Apollo 13, Jurassic Park, I mean, wow. this guy's, all right? Yeah. Everyone knows Dean Cundey. The guy's an Oscar winner, kudos. But the, the one guy who doesn't get kind of his uh, his, uh, his due is the man who actually trained on the Panaglide. And he's the one who really mastered this tool. And he's went on to work with Cundey again or or, or his own stuff. But he's always been the, the camera guy. Um and just just did beautiful beautiful work, and I can't believe his name is escaping me right now. It's Ryan. Oh God, somebody look it up for me. Ryan Ryanson, was that Ryan Ryanson? No, <laughs> Ra- Raymond Stella. Raymond Stella. Raymond Stella is the name, and he's the one who mastered this pentagram. So he's the one who's pretty much Michael Myers, <laughs> just with the big camera on. Okay. Um. So, uh, kudos to him. I lost I want to give him a shout out sorry that took a little longer than i thought no he so deserves
1: good. it he did a great job yeah. um and yeah. how the movie was shot you know that really added to the whole atmosphere of it um and it's given you the perspective of the killer you know you feel like you're there stalking these characters when he is and it's really kind of creepy that way but again that's something that it takes and takes very heavily from black christmas um because you get a lot of that in it but yeah i loved black christmas and they did a fantastic too what I will
2: say yeah. is, you're probably going to hate me, but hear me out. This is the oh, only part of the movie that I have a criticism of. Oh my god! And it's tiny. Okay. Is it the is it the real quick sex scene? That's exactly it. <laughs> yes,
1: oh my god.
2: <laughs> that's like, it's literally I am from the from light too. goes off. He walks in the house, and the guy's done and out the door. One hey, hey, pump, chump.
0: Hey. That's that's it's quicksilver man. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know? Like I know he's a horny teenager, and you know. Things go off prematurely and everything like that. But, like, that was quick. He wouldn't have even had time to clean up.
0: <laughs> I don't think they had sex. Well, what's it to he do? said he was in a rush. He had to go. But she now, was butt-naked. No guy would ever.
1: <laughs> she was. Did he go upstairs just to fondle her boobies a bit and then clear off? Because, Must like, have. what's the point in that?
0: maybe he's a topper, you know, that's just I don't know. But that, like, that's my only I, criticism of it is. I think that's hilarious because I have that in my notes. Yeah, 100%, I watched it
2: because again, it's one of those things you, you don't normally pick these things up, but when you watch it for the podcast, you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And it was just, he, they, 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 he looks at, Michael looks in the window The the cameraman looks in the window, sees them in the, in the living room. They then go upstairs, the light goes off, Michael walks into the back of the house, lifts his knife and by the time he walks to the doorway, <laughs> um, yeah. the boyfriend's coming yeah. down the stairs and ready to leave. It's like,
0: yeah. damn dude, that was quick. Well, she was probably getting ready to get some yum yum time and then he had to go. That's why I always <laughs> took it, but damn, that, yeah, yeah. He's, he's quick drama, quick drama, what's that character, cartoon <laughs> character? Quick, quick drama McGraw? McGraw, yeah. Uh, that is kind of funny. No, that's my only um, criticism
2: of it. And it's not even about the cinematography side of things. It's just purely pacing, both his and of the story.
0: <laughs> that and the driving are the two things people always bring up. Always bring up. I knew right away what you were going to say. That's funny. Um, but the big twist of this one was that, especially in the late 70s, you put a knife in a kid's hand, you find out that the the guy who stabbed his his own sister um it's just a child and that's revealed in the beginning sequence there Mm -hmm. and it's just a a, he's he's uh, the 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 shot of when the parents go michael what's wrong and he takes the mask off the kid and the kids are staring at you blankly and the camera pans up and it just lingers for an extra minute with that keyboard music going in the background Mm -hmm. it just sets the tone for what we're about to get yeah it's very sinister um yeah i mean we talked about i won't mention black christmas we just did but we'll talk about (laughs) evil dead's a perfect example evil dead did the same thing where they had this long lingering shot of a driveway with no noise Mm. because you knew you knew something was something ominous was about to happen uh it's a nice it's a nice it's a nice setup um we open up we get after after the killings we we let's just jump to (laughs) let's just jump to i'm trying to think which one scene i want to (laughs) pick The escape scene. Okay. Yeah. Um, the escape scene is... Uh, uh, I'm okay with it. I don't think it's anything special. Mm. A lot of people seem to like it. Um, the reason I want to bring up the escape scene, we're going to talk about how this film was shot. Now, one of the key things in budget in uh, for filming is the lighting. It's actually probably the most expensive thing on a film set. Mm. And they had none. So what these guys had to do was... Film everything in dark, and then used what lighting they had on the central characters of the scene. So when Michael Myers takes the car, steals it from Loomis, mm-hmm. and drives away, it, it's, it's they're pretty much in pitch black. Huh. You might see the whites of the escaped convicts, yeah, in the rain, fuzzy, fuzzy in the background, but it's barely. And then you see them, but they're bright. They're you're, they're they're in your face, bright. And the reason he did that was because if we can't use lighting and we can barely use it for the background, we're just going to put it on the actors and make everyone feel claustrophobic. So we'll surround them in darkness mm-hmm. and have them be the you know the bright light. So that's kind of what he was going with, more of a claustrophobic, atmospheric look, and that's why it's deliberately shot like that.
1: Well, I think it works, though. Hmm?
0: I was just going to say, I think it works. Oh, it does. That's my point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it really gives you that feeling of being in the dark and you can't yeah. see what's coming for you, you know. Um so yeah, kind of adds to the the
0: terror. You watch a lot of the conversations he has with Chief Brackett when they're hunting Michael down, it's shot like that as well. Um and again, remember we talked about Black Christmas, Dula? Yeah. And I ne- I never got the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Um we and uh
1: when the phone rings? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And- that 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 was such a cherry on top.
0: Colin, you need to see Black Christmas. Yeah, you do, okay. big time. Especially if you like Halloween. Okay, fair. Um, but uh, yeah, so they they use this they use this a lot, and I'm watching this for the, like the 500th time. I I caught something he, they did that I never caught, and I'll get to the scene when we get to it. Okay, it's very cool, and the whole the way the whole film is done, it's presence. And anyways, we'll get to it. Yeah. And what else we got here? What do you guys got? What do you guys got? Come on! Oh, there's
1: there's quite a lot. I I like the scene um, when they go to uh, the sister's grave and the stone is gone. I think that's really fucking creepy because you're like, what in the name? What? Why would he take the stone? What is it for? And whenever you find out what happens, like that's that's fucking grim.
0: It is grim, but I always want to picture Michael running around with a big gravestone on
1: his yeah. back. <laughs> It'd be nothing to him, he'd be carrying it under his arm like it's a fucking book. He's invincible, he is super strength. Like that
0: Well let you're saying
1: I was gonna say he must have been doing some serious reps while he while he was in the sanitarium.
0: You know, the funny thing is you talk we talk about his strength and I'm the opposite on that mm. because we'll get to Halloween two. Where he becomes this invincible monster man. I kind of like where he's more human like and more grounded in this one because I think it makes him more real and more, uh, you know, uh, more disturbing that someone, you know, he's. But when you start making him like He Man, which we'll get to in part two, that's where it kind of takes away the fear of Michael, I think. I I get what you mean.
1: Yeah, it's just like this guy who isn't very well. in the head department, you know, and it's he's just going right and murdering people. It's like because it could happen to anybody. That could be anybody that has a snap or whatever. You know what I mean? So it adds that kind of that wee thing to it. You so I also get what yeah. you mean. This the kind of supernaturally superpower type thing.
0: It um, through, <laughs> the whole film is a stalker film. Yeah, and you're fully, you're pretty much either following, um, Jimmy Lee Curtis, or you're following Michael the Shape. And, and strictly oh, that Laurie overlaps started. because he's following Lori. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: if I'm right in saying pretty much every scene that she's in he's there somewhere like either whether it be like a car in the background or something like that am I correct
0: yeah I would, I would probably say 90% some of them I wouldn't say um because he's busy killing people well yes but uh there's a scene I was talking about stalking that's kind of funny where he's um he's stalking one of the kids um and He's coming out of school, and uh, and Michael, for some reason, is following him. I don't know why. I th- and
1: I think it's maybe well, he's seen the kid with Laurie, but also is maybe kind of re- relating to the kid himself. You know what I mean? Because he was about the same age when he killed his sister, and now he's back fifteen years later, um, to do to do the same. That was my thought know? on yeah. it as
2: well. Was so, is he seeing himself in this kid? That's what I was is thinking. He just yep. remembering. I used to be a kid, like that kind of disconnect from where he is now. Um, Although what I will say, again, that scene makes me question the timeline of events in Halloween. So when he bumps into Tommy, who's the little kid, Michael is wearing the mask. But not until later on when Laurie and uh, Annie meet Mr. Brackett, the sheriff or police officer or whatever. Yep. he's like, yeah. Somebody broke into the hardware store, stole some knives, rope, and a, and a mask. That's yes. much later in the day. So has that alarm just been going off all day?
0: Hmm. No, I think I, I think, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the, the timeline. Um, that's a good point. But I don't know. I think that's mm, he stole it. That's why I look at it. Oh no, really he did, he it. did steal it. But my question is. Is, who makes is, masks like that, by
2: the way?
1: <laughs> what was it, meant? I know how creepy. It's meant to be uh fellow who played Captain Kirk. I can't remember. Or William Shatner. Name Shatner. Shatner. Yeah. A real yeah, yeah. William Shatner mask.
2: Yeah. Apparently their, some... their choices were a clown mask or the Shatner mask. And the clown mask was actually better made. But when they spray painted the Shatner mask, it just it was the way
0: to go. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted him faceless. Um, they spray painted it with a little, uh, gray color. Took Off the eyebrows, open up the circles in them. and the eye, when you look at it, when you really look at it, it doesn't really look like Shatner unless you put it in a certain light, yeah. yeah. But, um, they also, I think they spray yeah. painted the hair as well, didn't they? Because
2: in Halloween 2, it's kind of a red really light color
0: for the hair. Well, he went to a tanning Salon, <laughs> and that brings- just brought it, just yeah. brought his
1: hair up nice and light,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, it was uh, actually the first choice, believe it or not, was a Richard Nixon mask. Okay, terrifying, yeah. And then they broke it down between uh, the clown and Shatner. They wanted the clown traditionally because it matches to what he wore in the opening scene.
1: Oh, yes, of course, uh huh.
0: So that's what they were going with, but they said this mask is, and then the rest is history, you know what I mean. Um, but hey, I think they have it. I know it's one of those but things he, you
2: sort of go back and you're like. Well, of course, that was the obvious choice because yeah. you, that's what you saw and that's what you fell in love with and that's what you enjoyed. But I do think putting him in a clown mask, T no. on
1: the nose, <laughs> <laughs> I get <Bump> it? <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
2: wait, when did it come out?
1: Oh, it came out.
2: It was late 80, way later. The book was eighty four. Okay, yeah, okay. Never mind. Uh, um, I was gonna say that would have been kind of treading close
0: to that, but no, different, different. Mm-hmm. Uh, different decade yeah. um yeah so you we know, i was just making the like when he's when he's talking to uh, Dolly, tommy he's uh he he's like really right like right next to him in the car mm-hmm. i mean this guy's got you know i was waiting for michael myers to spray free candy on his car
1: <laughs> yeah i i didn't understand how the kid didn't notice because the car is like trailing right beside him the whole way
0: wow uh, i personally think tommy doll is an idiot
1: yeah that <laughs> makes sense all right
0: I got a question. When, um, we're jumping all over the place, who gives a shit? Um, when Tommy Doyle is being babysit by Mm Lori, she brings out all these comic books. Mm -hmm. Is there ever any comic books that have Laser Man, Neutron Man, (laughs) and Tarantula Man? Have you heard of any of these comic books before?
1: I personally haven't.
2: (laughs) Well, those are probably just, um, Generic name brand, <laughs> yeah. uh, comic uh. books. Tarantula Man's clearly a nod to Spider Man.
0: Of course, yes. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that.
1: Me either. Funnily enough. Like,
0: what the really? Fuck?
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I'm simple mode today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So as as we see the progression of the stock, some people don't like Halloween because they say it's a slow burn, and it is a slow burn film. But the great thing about slow burn films, they have to give you something at the end, and this, this, too, this does, this do, this does just that. This gives you something really good at the end, some really terrifying shots, and so forth. Um, so most slow burns, you know, mm-hmm. burn out before they get to the ending, so a lot of people are disappointed. Um, so I was always wondering why Halloween got. The, those are some of the days. It's a slow burn. You didn't get it to a kill for forty-five minutes. You didn't do this and this. Um, my question to you two is, do you think it pays off as a slow burn? Or would you like to see more killing before they, it all kicked off?
2: I don't think it is a slow burn. Like, for me, it's... Okay. Like, the, the, you know, you're talking about you don't get a kill for, what, did you say, 45 minutes? Well, wrong. Something you get a that, kill yeah. about 45 seconds in. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. You know, yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, like, you get that. And it's... How do I best describe Halloween. It is more of a suspense thriller to me than it is a horror. Thank you. Um, I'm the only one who thinks this is not a slasher film. No, it's not. Halloween 2 is, by all means. Yeah. And I can see where Halloween spawned the idea of slasher movies. Uh, but, no, it itself is more of a thriller suspense with horror elements. Yeah, because that's ex- Yep. It draws you in. It's not too long. So I don't think it's a slow burn. So, not, you know, it's an hour and a half. It was back when movies were reasonably short. Um, and it's just overall, it's quite well paced. There's not really many times in Halloween I'm sitting there like, I'm kind of bored. There's <laughs> not much going on. And even in the scenes where there literally isn't much going on, like Annie getting stuck in a window, for God's sake. Yeah. It's still oh. kind of keeping you going. It's not dead weight. It's that, you know, it just.
0: Yeah, it fits. the, how do I put this? It's a, a where's Waldo <laughs> of horror or, or thrillers. Because you're mentioning Annie getting stuck in the window and so forth. You weren't concentrating on Annie. You were looking around to see where he was.
2: Yeah, like you just knew um, something was going on. What, you know, what was Michael planning? What was he going to do? You just, it it kept you guessing as to what he was planning next.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right, and uh, a lot of people would, like I said, always argue with me that it's a slasher, and I said no, that's somebody coined that as a slasher, and um, I can see it. You're right, giving birth to the slasher. Yeah, but by far this is a lot smarter than the. It's not. Like, it's not about the kill count.
2: It's not no. Because realistically, it's, the kill count's very small. It's like what four or five people.
0: Yeah, and what, and if it, by today's standards, this is a PG-13 film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it probably um, would be a.
0: Uh, besides the the booby shot, but even yeah. then, you probably get away with it these days. Yeah, you probably could if it was like a
2: yeah PG thirteen or twelve A or whatever the equivalent is. Um, but yeah, hundred percent, it's not like there's there's not even really any blood. There isn't. Like, there's a slight cut on Lori when Michael stabs her in the arm. There's some blood ish on Judith at the start of the movie when she stabbed. Other than that, uh, that's yeah, kind
0: yeah. of it. Well, let's talk about the deaths. Okay. let's. Um, where, again, well, and then I, people say it was because of budget and you didn't want to do violence. And I'm like, bullshit. Because it's very easy to make blood. So if he wanted to gore fest this up, he could have done it mm-hmm. with corn syrup. That's what they use for make blood. And so Annie's Death is probably my favorite and i like it because of i even is it because it's he, stupid cuz her acting is terrible
1: her acting is terrible yeah um.
0: i'll give i just like the fact though she goes to the car she forgets her keys she goes back to get the keys she gets in the car she realizes how did she get in the car it's now unlocked and the breath from michael myers mask has steamed up the windows yeah do you know what, That's fucking awesome. Do you know
1: what that reminds me of? Whenever the girl gets killed with the uh, plastic bag in Black Christmas and you see her face through the plastic, like her face up against the glass really made me think of that.
0: Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. instead of the plastic, you're seeing it through a fog glass.
1: Yeah, really, really wow. reminded me of that.
0: Was the acting better
2: on Black Christmas?
1: <laughs> oh, well, so-so. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's not get
2: the yeah, okay.
0: acting. Let's not ruin our films here.
2: <laughs> Just because... Um, like the actual scene itself, <laughs> him reaching over, choking her, and then slitting her throat—great. However, the
0: actual throat slitting is—it's hard to see. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I think that was just deliberate because there would have been—if you cut someone's jugular, blood would be fucking gushing. That's true.
2: But her actual facial expression and the execution of it at that part was poor.
0: All right. Well, I, 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 I didn't take it with anything from it, just uh, acting wise, just because I enjoyed the how it was set up and how she got her comeuppance. So I didn't let that, you know. Oh, I get uh, it. Deflate it a bit. But I hear your point. This is one of those odd things where for a horror movie,
2: I am not tearing it apart. Um, Yeah, well. It's mm -hmm. a bit like Ghostbusters in that sense for me where (laughs) there's not really anything I can critique. It's small things, you know. So like little continuity plot points, some pacing in places, and occasional bad acting. That's it.
0: The uh, of, when it comes to the acting, it's funny you bring that up. I'm watching this again again through I would say through the podcast goggles, and let's get something straight. I love love Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. She is one of my favorite actresses. Um, she is the original and always will be the scream queen. Mm-hmm. Um, however, until she gets starts getting attacked and you see the fear, she knows something's wrong, and she starts crying. That's when it shows her acting chops. But until that started happening, I don't think this, she's, her acting, she's definitely a rookie in a show for me, a little bit.
2: Was it rookie acting, or was it her playing, playing Jean, because that was the point? Or both?
1: Maybe. Maybe a bit of both. Um, but, like, I, I wasn't overly convinced with her acting at the part. Like, <clears throat> yeah. not all Like, not all in all, but I mean, the, the, the specific part where she starts crying and Michael emerges from behind her, which, by the way, is fucking terrifying.
0: Um, say- ah, that's my golden moment.
1: It's it's such a scene. like it's yeah. it, it really is, especially considering the room she just came out of um, and what she discovered, you know? So she's terrified, and he's just looming behind her. So well done. But her crying up until that point, I was a bit, because she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and you're like, come on, yeah, a bit once- more.
0: Yeah, once she's introduced to Michael, her acting fucking just turns yeah. way up. Um, but you're right, I can see what Colin was saying. She's she was seventeen or eighteen when she made this. Mm. She was very young. So she's so maybe she was just playing the innocent schoolgirl virgin. Like with her twirling her hair all the time. Mm-hmm. And like that's the um, her whole tw- point is,
2: you know, guys think she's too smart. She's no real social life, she doesn't have a love life. Her yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, realistically,
2: her her interest in this, strictly speaking, is Michael.
0: Yeah. He, has, he is infatuated with her in that sense. You know, you, you, with Michael here, well, obviously we'll find out in two. They had to make up a story real quick. Yeah. Of who he was. Um, yeah. Um, here's... <clears throat> people are going to be freaked out by this when I say this. Mm. But the reason Halloween stands alone... Um and th- I don't like the sequels. Two we'll, t- we'll get. T- excuse me, we'll get to it. But there's ah, oh, uh, there's something about Michael Myers, and this is where people are gonna. If we don't get emails on this one, I'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. I felt sorry for him.
1: Mm-hmm. Nah, no, I can't say I felt sorry for him. Like as a no, as a kid, I, there's obviously something going on, and nobody picked up point. that he had a problem.
0: My point is, you don't know his story. Mm. You don't know what happened to him. Here's a kid who's been institutionalized his whole life, and he comes back. I'm not saying, yeah, go, Jason. We got your backs. Free Jason or Michael. Or, well, sorry, what am I saying? Jason? Jason? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's blasphemy. Um, 10 licenses, Kieran. But, Karen. <laughs> but <laughs> you, yeah. there's like a loneliness to the character. And he's just, you know, I I don't know what it is. Is that just me? Just, probably. But. for
2: Halloween, this version,
0: yes, yes, that's why I don't like the zombie version. We'll oh wait, no, sorry, that one.
2: For Halloween, this version, no. For Halloween, the Rob zombie version, yes.
0: No, they. Re- oh, we'll get. We'll talk about that one. We will, because they destroyed his bat. They just. That's what they tried to do. They tried to do what I'm trying to tell you. Tell you now. I like less was more. That you didn't know. Oh yeah, less less is more. I, I fully
2: agree. But I don't think the loneliness applies to this version. I think it okay. applies to the Rob Zombie one.
0: Alright. Um,
1: I can kind of see where Kieran is coming from with that. You know, he was he was just so so bloody young and whatever happened to him that led him to do what he did. Um and then he, as you say, he's been locked up for so long, you know. I get what you mean, the kind of loneliness about him, but you still go, yeah, he's an absolute fucking animal. <laughs>
2: He is, but that again—that's hmm. why Halloween stood alone. It uh, Carpenter himself even said it didn't need a sequel, and he called Halloween two an abomination.
1: Yeah, well, see, he—they never, as far as I'm aware, now you correct me if I'm wrong—really um, intended to do a sequel to Halloween. That's why they ended up giving the mask and that to the fellow who acted.
0: Yep, you as are a, correct. Well, you know, they—they—they—he um, uh, did it because he was in bed with them to get the thing made. Mm. Um, so, fuck it. Big Halloween 2. I don't care if you give me the thing.
1: <laughs> oh, speak of I'm the thing. With,
0: I'm fine with that. Did
1: they drop that in when the kids sit and watch in the movie with the yes, loud TV. that's why. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and that's not funny because, he, um, he, yeah, you he always pepper he always that in. Yeah. It's uh, also in part two. You, you can, uh, he glimpses it. But, yeah, that's his little wink, which we eventually get the actual reboot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the deaths of uh, probably the, the most known actress, in the film PJ Souls, who plays Linda. Oh, she's so annoying. Bob. She's totally, oh, uh, totally, totally, totally. PJ Souls was actually, she got the job because she was, she played a really good role in the movie Carrie. Mm. Um, and she was actually engaged to Dennis Quaid at this time. Okay. Um, and yeah, I like PJ Souls. She kind of disappeared. Her last film, she did Stripes. She was one of the lead actresses in Stripes, and then she kind of just kind of faded. Um, that happens, though. Yeah, I suppose Nancy Allen was like that too. She was also in, in Carrie, and she kind of had this big, all these films coming out, and she kind of. P.J. Soles did that film, Rock and Roll High School, with the Ramones. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? No, the Ramones. It's a Ramones film. Right. Okay. Um, in the late '70s, it's pretty kind of kind of a cult film. anyways, let's talk about their deaths. <laughs> Uh, these deaths, again, as camp as it is and plausibility as it is, it's so fucking good. So when Bob goes down to get a beer and he's going through the different closets because he thinks Linda's there to scare him or Annie or somebody. And Michael comes out of one of the closets and just sticks him. Yes. To the, uh, to the door. And let's get rid of the law of physics. But I know it's just the shot of him admiring his work
1: oh yeah just standing and and, and looking at him hanging the there yeah. but but for me looking at it as an adult or i like, guess a kid it was it's whenever it's seen it, it's like ah he's dead yes he stabbed him and he stuck to the door but looking at it again and being like oh my god how long is that knife supposed to be that is just the tip of that knife there's no way that it's holding him and i for some reason that really annoyed me i was like come on the fuck <laughs> you know
0: yeah
2: i take both but, sides you know,
0: <laughs> but i think call it i think how it works is we kind of talked about it with the annie death in the car um colin mentioned the acting was a little you know raw yeah um yeah. when she got it but it didn't take away from the effect of the kill and how it was done i think the same thing applies to this death
1: i think there's just about
0: sorry go ahead Nilo. you let it slide
1: yeah you can let you can it- let it slide absolutely um the only thing i can't let slide is those terrible glasses bob was wearing they're a fucking sight
2: <laughs> yes but they look fantastic on ghost michael
1: Yes, yes, this is true. Oh my god!
0: Oh my god! This, oh this, oh I got a, I got a figure of this. <laughs> That's class. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we know that Lydia's on the phone. I'm 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 gonna get out of here. Nothing's happening. I'm leaving. Really good acting. Totally hmm. and totally totally leaving. And then, oh okay, did, you, did I got your ghost, Bob? So, gosh, oh god! Oh god! Yeah. It's so bad. Uh, so she gets up to make a phone call because she's annoyed. He's not saying anything, but we don't really know it's Michael underneath the sheet. And then there it comes. The, the, they have the stock theme. It's called. So it's just den den, yes, so great. Done. it. It's like two notes. Ding ding
1: ding like, ding ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and, and
0: and and the music always start starts when he takes his first step. It's so good. And then obviously she gets strangled. And because of the call that Lori got earlier from Anne yeah. or somebody eating, um, she thought, again, just a prank. Well, Such it, it sounds obscene. See,
1: that that, if, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but that is pretty much straight out of Black Christmas. That scene where someone's on the phone and you hear them being murdered and they don't take yeah. it serious. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Could be,
1: yeah. Pretty sure. I think it is anyway.
2: Um, the thing is, those two deaths for me play off very differently so for me the bob death is unbelievable but it shows the power of michael is just getting yeah. st- lifted up and stabbed and stuck to this door or wall or mm-hmm. whatever and it just shows he's this relentless machine and yeah. then you have her acting so bad of blank was it linda linda, linda. linda. um uh, yeah you have linda's scene and you have, like, the the Bob Ghost Myers is great. It's funny. The actual death is a bit, like, eh, you could have done better, Michael. Like, you just choked her.
0: Mm. Yeah, but he's, he, he doesn't, like, get his hands dirty, it seems like. He's more like, let's just get this done. He's not going to be messy. So his crime scene could be easily cleaned up. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Michael <laughs> like, seems concerned with that sort of thing, yeah. Um, Now have you noticed what happens here Now we talked about How Jamie Lee needs to turn It up a notch with the acting And this is where it kind of starts to to turn Now when I mentioned in the beginning Of the podcast how I never really caught this This film plays off like Ten little Indians And what I mean by that She has very select few friends Who are all dying off one by one And as they're all dying off one by one The lights go out You notice this? It, the place gets darker and darker. So once he's done the final death, we all know he's going after her now. I
1: didn't notice Her that. lights are
0: off in her house. Her lights are off in her house. She puts the kids to bed. The lights are all out. Okay. Everyone is in complete darkness now. And I noticed that just watching this for the podcast eyes. If you notice the film also, the stalking. The stalking. Every time he does a kill, he gets closer and closer to her. Until um, he's eventually in the in the, in in the room with her, which we find out, the closet scene, which oh, is yes. a great scene. Yeah. And if you if, if you just notice that, it's really 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 cool. It's like it's enclosed. It's it's like a I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a, just everything's enclosing and on you, in on you, in on her to be exact. So like there's nowhere left really to run. Cool.
1: This is the fucking. Yeah. This is the moment. This is it. Yeah.
0: Um, she so she goes to find out what's going on with you know with Linda and the gang. Um, we see the gravestone on mm. the bed. Um, this is where horror cliche kicks in, where all of a sudden all the bodies start falling on her.
1: Oh well, yeah. <laughs> door, yeah,
0: door doors open. It's that's the standard slasher trope. That's fine. Um, she starts screaming. She backs in the back wall, and the fucking great shot. And all it is is a it's a dimmer light that they put in the closet. That will bring out the white, and that's why the mask slowly appears. Okay. That's how they did the shot. It's okay. And then he walks out. It's a great, it's 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 iconic. It is. Um, even her fall, when he, by the way, Michael's really bad. He should have stabbed her. He should have had her. I don't know how he missed that. But she gets stabbed in the arm, and the shot when she falls and screaming, that was awesome. That was a nice little shot, little tumbling shot there. Um, don't know what camera but per bastard whoever you're holding it <laughs> um but this is where the chase kicks in dun, dun, dun. and then more music kicks in as the chase gets more aggressive that's how we kind of played it um just like the josting yeah dun, dun, you know it just gets faster and faster as it gets closer and closer this whole even though it's only like five minutes is just the icing on the cake um the scene where she runs finally gets back into the house. And he's coming across the street, and he's the little fucker is not getting up. Get up, you little bastard! Let me in. So,
2: <laughs> get, and Michael, of course, just doing that thing of I'm not in a hurry. I'll get there when I get there. I'll be fine.
0: Yeah. And so the first attack is, she's she's in the she's in the living room again, all black, all darkness. Um, what I would have turned on the light myself personally. Yeah. But you hear she's she, she, she's looking around. He can't be in the house. He's no way. But then you see the breeze from the curtains and then you hear this you hear the (laughs) and then he comes up and he attacks and she needle points his ass. Yep. Again, cliche number two. Mm. I'm just going to throw the knife away.
1: Well, oh no, what is that about? Like you're asking to die but also she ran through the kitchen with a bit of time and could have grabbed a knife of her own and instead of poking him in the eye she could have done some serious damage damage there.
0: Well, I I do think that they're probably playing. They probably thought about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. How because she's such, a, she's so a, afraid. She's, <laughs> yeah, she she's 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 nervous. She's a nervous wreck when she's in r- regular day, mm-hmm. and she's very shy and timid. So she doesn't really know how to react. So I went with that. Mm-hmm. The first time she drops the knife, I went with it. <laughs> the second time, <laughs> when Uh, My second favorite Sheen is she tells the kids, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Run. Get out of here. Go. Go. Scream for help. I don't care. And then you see the the shadow from the background coming up the stairs. Oh, it's a great shot. So the kids run out and Michael's coming. She goes into the closet, which is the perfect place to go. (laughs) Whatever. But the flimsiest
1: Um, doors, by the way.
0: Well, those things were. I, know. I remember those kind of doors.
1: Yeah, I know. But, like, that would be the last place. That'd be the last cupboard you'd go into. You'd even go into oh, a yeah. frigging, I don't know, a bedroom or a bathroom or something.
2: Or why would you it's not George. run outside where you can run as freely Away. as you can instead of trapping yourself
1: in a tiny space? But Colin, you know, having played Dead by Daylight, that no matter how fa- how fast you run, he'll always catch you. It's Michael.
2: That's true.
0: That's but right. But still. You know? That's right. And so... Yeah, he he busts through, and she stabs him, and then pokes him in the eye, Um, and he falls down. Again, she then throws the knife away. Yeah, that part annoyed me. But then the scene: the kids run out, they're screaming, and then Luma sees them. Perfect timing. (laughs) He goes starts going toward the house, and there's, of course, as you do, uh, turn your back away from the killer. And lean on the doorway, and then you see the body just come up with no music. And the minute the body turns his head, did, did it? You know the stock music starts. Fucking brilliant, <laughs> fucking brilliant. There's a, um, and then obviously he gets his comeuppance. Um, there was a funny. They did a test grading for this, um, uh before obviously release date, and the producer. Wanted to see it firsthand, and that's Mustafa Akkad. Mm -hmm. And he watched it without the music. And he said, This is a boring film. He goes, We need to do something about this. Mm -hmm. Carpenter goes, I'm working on it. Don't worry about it. I've already, you'll see what I'm working on. He knew he was going to put the score in the whole time. So then Mustafa Khan saw it with the score and he says, "Holy shit, it's a completely different film." Mm.
1: Well, it, music can do that to a movie. Like, uh, was it Carpenter who composed the music for that?
0: He does all his own. Yeah,
1: music. well, that, that's what that's what I was thinking because yeah. it, it it is it's very good. It's fucking very effective <laughs> for how simple yeah. it is.
2: And he's, it's he, an enduring sound. It's one of those ones: Halloween, the Jaws theme, Jurassic Park. Like, there's these kinds of scores that you hear and you're like,
0: love it. Other movie, yeah, I like, nah, forgot. I couldn't tell you,
2: but yeah, exactly. It was one
0: stick. Exactly. Yeah, Raiders of Lost Ark theme, the Imperial March. You have the cycles. we, 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 we. You know, you've got, you know, all these. They and, live, and, and, the ones- and these are the films that people love. The ones that we're talking about right now, the ones we just mentioned, are box office gold. They want won if They they're still beloved to this day. Yeah, Be- and it, they all have one thing in common, and that's their score.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. The score, I can't praise it enough. It's the best soundtrack ever. I absolutely just think it's an amazing soundtrack, and uh, God, he did an amazing job. He did. I don't know,
1: Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer have pretty good soundtracks.
0: <laughs> Conan, we did talk about that one. Yeah, it's a pretty good soundtrack. Oh
1: yeah, brilliant. Basil
0: Basil but, but, I, do, I, Dorlius.
1: I I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. <laughs> but like, wow.
0: <laughs> um. And so, yeah, Michael gets his comeuppance, and that's a wrap on on our little Halloween. I mean, words kind of express how 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 this film is. I just I can watch this film right now. Um, I didn't even have to watch it for the podcast, but I did anyway because I could because I had wanted an excuse to watch it. Yeah, no, this is yeah, yeah, this is this is one of those films. It's kind of like Shawshank Redemption. It could be on TV, and you'll watch the TV version, even though you have the DVD right behind you or something, because you might have missed something that's not in the DVD. Um, it's just one of those films that draws you in, and I—it's got the replay value. Is I mean, I can't—I can't even tell you how many times I've seen this film. Um, and we talked about what this gave us. This gave us Dean Cundey, uh, you know, the photographer genius. Um, it gave us Nick Castle, who played Michael Myers, and also did some of the direct, uh, assistant directing work. He went on to direct The Last Starfighter.
1: What A film. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. right. I remember he, talking about that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went on to direct The Flight of the Navigator.
1: Another great went one.
0: On, yeah. he mean, the guy, I mean, my, Deborah Hill, God, God rest her soul, died too young of breast cancer. But, she she went on to uh, produce her own stuff uh, like The Clue, which is one of the funniest films. I love that movie, and obviously produced alongside Carpenter mm-hmm. and his earlier stuff. Um, it's just you you brought this raw talent, mm-hmm. and they all went on to do something really well. You know, they all went on to do do well for themselves. Um, that goes to show you how good this team is. Yeah, I am dying to see the Halloween Kills, um, which we're obviously leading up to because it's going to be fun because they're bringing back Lindsay, the real actress who played her. She's in it. They're bringing back Chief Brackett. Right. He's, yeah. He's and he's back. Dead, yeah. It's, yeah. And so they're bringing back um, Tommy Doyle's back. Okay. So it's, okay. it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Um, but guys, final thoughts, go for it. Go ahead, Colin, you go first. Okay. Um, of all the sort of,
2: Slasher horror movies from the late seventies, early eighties, Halloween would be my favorite. No question. It is it doesn't at any point make me just kinda go even with, you know, bad acting aside and everything like that. Totally. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I just no. Not nothing bad to say about it. I would recommend it to anybody. Great movie. Cool.
1: Yeah. Lula? Pretty much pretty much in a in agreement. Uh, with Colin there on with with his slight caveat that I think Black Christmas would be my favorite slasher um, of the of the seventies. Um, really enjoyed it. Really snuck up on me that one because I hadn't seen it um, until doing it for the podcast. But I really love Halloween. Halloween would have been my favorite before, um, but this this particular Halloween is is brilliant. Well worth a watch. Really well filmed. I think it's very well paced. It gives it time to build the suspense and it's worth it in the payoff. So, yeah, check it out.
0: Yeah, um, I thought it was okay. <laughs> you know, uh, i see yeah. seen better. Uh, uh, something, something about <laughs> oh. your review of this movie, Kieran.
2: I just yeah it didn't pick that it resonated with you it just it didn't seem to do it.
1: <laughs> i could see kieran later on holding his wee dvd of halloween saying i'm sorry i didn't mean it really i was only making S- a yeah. joke
2: crying in front S- of his S- halloween poster like i yeah. love you michael S- excuse me. me uh 4k
1: oh 4k excuse me oh, Mister like you fans. don't
2: have it on dvd as well
1: and okay, videotape yeah where's
2: my uh,
0: i get a whole wall of pops of michael myers too yeah and I got one of these in the mask. It's good. Um, yeah, listen, Halloween is 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 my go-to. There's a fun story, and when I was introduced to it, and it was like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, Halloween Two was just com- coming out in the theaters. So they were promoting that Halloween night they were going to air Halloween. And my mom, I was a young lad. Shut up, Colin. <laughs> And my mom's like, oh, I don't know if you can stay and watch that. I don't know, you'd be you'd be scared. I'm like, I wanna watch Halloween. So we'll reference it in Halloween too, actually. There was this it's all urban legend. It never happened, by the way. But there's a scare going around that people were putting razor blades.
1: Oh, and, and apples, yes.
0: Apples and stuff. That never happened. Mm-hmm. That was just urban legend. But it still caused a stir. People are you know putting poison and candy and stuff. So I went trick or treating that night and I had this whole bag and it was with my brothers, my two older brothers. And my mom goes, I'll tell you what, I'll let you watch Halloween, but you can't eat that candy. I'm like, what? Huh. Yeah, because she was scared for me. She didn't want me to die. Mm-hmm. So she gives the candy to my brothers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know who the favorite and, is then, right?
0: Yeah, I know. And I got to go to Walgreens or whatever it was and pick out my own candy. Mm. And I got and I got to watch Halloween. So you got the best in both and worlds? I, I know. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about it was I remember watching it downstairs. Fullage avenue and i remember watching it and didn't i just was glued to it mm-hmm. and it was hypnotic to me i just loved the film and i didn't love it because i was a kid i was seeing people get killed and blah blah because blah, it was on you know basic tv so they cut it but i was into it because i was impressed what i watched does that make any sense i appreciated it for more than it's just being a slasher film. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know why, just it just kind of reminisced with me, and ever since then I've been following Halloween ever since. Um, but uh, there you have it. Yeah, Halloween is the the greatest horror film ever produced. Um, again, I don't like using the word horror. I still on Collins end there when it comes to. I think it's more of a thriller. I think it teetered on the uh, slasher side, and it got coined that by a journalist. And I'm okay. It created the subgenre, the slasher genre. I'm okay with that because the copycats became to follow. The sad thing with copycats, when Friday the 13th came out, then Friday the 13th two part two came out. Halloween, the producer said, "Well, we got to make money on this. We need to start bankrolling. We need to start up the kills." Now, Halloween two has taken away the the uh, taken a little bit of the shine off it. about Halloween, and they in all fairness, they had no choice. I mean, they're going to gonna do it, but they sold it out. Mm. Um, and Carpenter knows he sold out and he's not happy about it. He's not pleased with it. Um, matter of fact, we'll get to Halloween too. Um, and we'll talk about it further. Uh, Can I, let's wrap on Halloween. Sorry to yes. interrupt,
1: but a quick thought. Um, you say it's the, the best uh, maybe horror thriller slasher kind of umbrella movie. What about Psycho? How do you think of First Against That? Um. Ooh. Which is a real... Master, cheeky, cheeky,
0: cheeky, cheeky cheeky, cheeky monkey.
1: Mm -hmm. I'd just be interested to hear your thoughts.
0: I think I would still pick Halloween because, really, I have a story. I have a story with Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was my first go-to. We're introduced to Psycho in school. We watch it for classes. Yeah. Um, but you gotta realize it's always going to be, um, Halloween, Psycho, and Jaws. Mm. I get you. Some movies you just
1: kind of. Have an affinity for, you know?
0: Yeah. And Peeping Tom will be up there, too. But the, you know what's funny? The, you know what the original title of this film was?
1: Tell, tell us. Oh, the ba- I think the I know that.
0: The, the Babysitter Killers.
1: Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm glad to change it. I didn't think it was a babysitter.
0: Sh- you no. Know, no, I didn't know it, that. Um, Is The Babysitter Murders or The Babysitter Killers? Mm. Babysitter Murders, I think it was. But either way, it would that was it. Posters done, everything. And then um, Akkad watched the film the second time. And he says, okay, we like it. I like the film, but we have to change the name. And he looked up and he found out that Halloween can be used. And it was a movie has never been called Halloween before. Yeah. So they had, so they were able to get the rights and they were shocked. They got, they got it. And it, he decided, let's call it Halloween. So it was the producer again, who kind of uh, uh, made sure that that name change came in. And that's where Halloween was born. Do you think that
1: made a difference? And it's success?
0: So. Yeah, I would say so because I do I do think a title Psycho job Jesus, mm-hmm. they see one word. Yeah. Halloween jo- psycho. You know, it's yeah. Yeah. Because you know what they've done? Anytime, they've they've got the market for the rest of their lives. Because they got a movie called Halloween. Yeah. What film do you think people are gonna want to watch on Halloween? Smart. You know? Um, so it's bankable. Mm-hmm. Um but it's kind of like asking that question. Can you see anybody else playing Indiana Jones but Harrison Ford? Hmm. You can't really answer that question because you've always known it as Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. Yeah. Indiana- Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. Uh, it's the same thing. It's always Halloween. I can't see it anything else alright that's a wrap Uh, follow us again as usual at CitizenFrame underscore podcast and on Facebook Uh, we did some new changes to our logo have a peek, give us your opinion whatever you like, we'd appreciate it Um, and tell us what you thought of Halloween yourself and we know a lot of our fans are probably big fans of Halloween so we'd like to know your opinion I'm sure it's all be the same Um, this was an awesome podcast and uh, we're going to end on a high note see you guys all later